rain on it. We used to kick it, how you hang on me? Hop in the Bentley coupe and blow the brains out of it. We not the same, my on the North Division. And with your brain, yeah, we bought you like it's an auction, ain't it? Get the chopper, 100 round total, like it's a cockleless. I met your man, the toy demands, I had to get it. You are listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by MyBookie. Live from the RentersWarehouse.com studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. All right, we are back. You are listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. Once again, special thanks out to at Fantasy ADHD. Give him a follow for answering everybody's fantasy questions this morning. So now it's time for probably my favorite segment. It's the Gal Media All-Star segment where guys like Fred Fowler, Lance Zerline, Eric Sandler, and of course, XO Holly, they try and get you in the right gambling place for the week. So let's see what they got for us this week. It's the Gal Media All-Stars Plays of the Week. The Blitz is Fred Bauer. All right, two games today that I like. Number one is the Patriots at home against the Dolphins. Patriots giving seven. This is a perfect setup. The Dolphins come in 3-0, and but they've had very favorable situations all three weeks. Patriots coming off an ugly loss. This is why we're getting value. Bill Belichick, terrific at home against division opponents. I think the Patriots get right and win this by a couple touchdowns. My other game? We'll take the Raiders, minus three at home against the Browns. Raiders coming off of, well, really three very awkward situations themselves. Now they're at home. They're taking on a Browns team that's overvalued. Everybody's buying into the hype. I'm not. Give me the Raiders, minus three, to roll in this one. The benches Lancer line. Hey, guys, let's talk about our games this week. I got two of them for you. I'm going to go under 46 and a half. Chicago Bears taking on the uh, Tampa Bay Bucks. I think uh, Chicago defensively is going to put a lot of pressure on Tampa. But I also think Tampa's pass rush has a chance to potentially have some success against Chicago Bears. So I'm going to go with a Bears team that can be a little challenged uh, offensively to hit big plays. And then I think Chicago's defense slows down Tampa. I'm going under 46.5. The other play is going to be Philadelphia minus the three and a half. That's a three and a half. You want to buy it down to three, that's always a smart move. But I think Philly with Carson Wentz under center for the second week in a row are going to start to hit their groove. I like Philly land the points even though it's on the road. Philly and under Tampa, Chicago. Culture Maps, Eric Sandler. This week I like the Oakland Raiders minus two and a half against the Cleveland Browns. It's one thing for the Browns to finally end their two-year winless streak. It's another to get back-to-back wins on the road especially against a Raider team that's been close to victory in all three games. Raiders finally get off the schneid. For my second pick, I'm going to take the Colts minus one and a half against the Texans. Remember when I took the under on the Texans season win total because they were a team that had too many questions? So far, all the answers have been negative. Until the boys on Kirby show up for a game, I'm picking against them. Sports Maps, Holly Seymour. Hey guys, no stats, no theories over here. I'm simply riding the Chiefs until they prove me wrong. Again, Mahomes in this offense is entirely too hot for me not to touch it. I know being on the road in Denver isn't the best look, but I'll take Casey given the points here. I'm also going to go against everybody this week at the station and play the Dallas-Detroit game. Holly and the Lions don't mesh well, but there's no way I'm taking Dallas, who's not even one of the home-field advantage teams. This Cowboys offense is one of the worst in the league. They're ranked number 30 overall. The stats all across the board are disgusting. From the passing offense to scoring offense in total, it's a disaster. 
I could be wrong, and Dak may come out and sling an entire eight yards, but I'm not taking it. Give me Detroit and the points here. That's interesting. You know, Holly, I'm a... I'm with you on the Chiefs this week. Jerry's on the other side of that one, and so now I'm a little nervous because he has some pretty good reasons why he's on the other side of that one. But I'm kind of with you as far as I'm going to roll with the Chiefs until they give me a reason not to roll with them. The one thing that makes me a a little more, uh, I guess I feel a little better about them playing there is because Patrick Mahomes played in Denver before. That was the one game that he played last season. So it's not like he's never gone to Denver and played a football game before. Um, what are your thoughts on is it kind of the same reasoning why you're rolling with the Chiefs just kind of until they, they prove you otherwise, keep rolling with them? You know, when I first looked at the line, I was like, Denver. And then I started to think about it, and I was like, you know what? I just like it, like you guys said. I mean, they're too hot right now. I can't do it until they prove me wrong, which they're going to. They're going to fall off eventually. But for right now, they're too hot. I'm going to take it, and I'm going to take the risk. I know it's hard to play on the road in Denver, but I think that they got this. All right, so and you're you're rolling with Detroit here. I, I I'm kind of with you. I I'm not seeing much from the Cowboys. Um, do you expect Detroit to just cover? Or do you think they might win this one outright? I think they'll just cover. I think Dallas fine. Like Dallas will probably pull out the win. But again, I'm not confident in that. And Detroit is one of the hardest teams for me to actually gamble with. <laughs> I actually kind of hate them. But here, it's hard for me to go against them. I mean, Dallas just looks completely awful on the offensive side of the ball. No doubt about that. And I, I do want to preview, guys. We're going to have Jerry's picks uh, coming up, and we're going to have my uh, my flex picks coming up. So you guys are definitely going to want to stick around for that. Let's hit this Texans game because Eric Sandler, uh, he's taken, you know, when he got it, it was Colts minus one and a half. And he's been hot lately. Yeah. If you remember last week, he was all over those the Ravens, and he's had yep. the the Cowboys. He had pegged on the under against the Panthers. He he's done very very, very well, and I'm riding with him again this week on the Colts for many many reasons. I just I think it's going to be a shootout. I think the way that Luck's playing right now and that conservative fits the scheme of this game. Don't take too many chances. Now, the only person that hurts from all this is T.Y. Hilton because he's used to getting those long balls and the two that he had last week ended up being pass interference. So that doesn't go on the stat sheet. But overall, from a betting standpoint, I think that luck at home is 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 tough to go against. I mean, how do you go against luck at home? The place is going to be rocking and the the Texans got to show me something and before i was i was big on them to hit the over the team total for the year and i strongly regret it (laughs) i bet holly what do you think uh (laughs) colts texans any any thoughts on that one you guys don't even have to ask me i'm punching colts all the way man (laughs) and let's get into some stats from this game they're 18th and 19th the defensive pass yards both defenses houston's allowed seven pass touchdowns uh indianapolis three 13th and 18th in rushing yards allowed. They're both you know, middle tier. Houston's allowed 3.7 yards per carry, while Indianapolis 4.1. Now, on offense, both have, they're real similar. Both have five passing touchdowns, three interceptions. Houston passes for 271 yards per game. That's 13th in NFL. Now, as far as against the spread trends, Indy has won 25 of the 32 in this in this series. 44 and 31, though, the Texans are after two or more consecutive losses. Hmm. Luck. 
21 and 6 against the spread off a loss. He bounces back hard. Luck, 24 and 13 against the spread at home. And he's 16 and 7 at, against the spread at home against divisional opponents. Hey, I will say this. I know normally in the past the Colts have owned the Texans, but I think Indy did a horrible thing last week when they brought in Jacoby to throw that Hail Mary. They Ooh. clearly showed that Andrew Luck is not 100%. So I see the Texans dropping more men in the backfield. And, 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 you know, and trying to take away those big plays that they usually kill us with because obviously Andrew Luck can't throw the ball like he normally can. Yeah, and that's something we haven't touched about really. Whenever they went to go throw that Hail Mary and they needed the arm strength, then you bring in Brissett, and that exactly what Cam says. It tells you what they think about his arm. And uh, when closed doors are, they, they, they only know. That coaching staff is the one that know. And in that position where they needed the big play, they didn't even hesitate. They said, hey, come on. Luck didn't even hesitate. He knows that his arm's not there. And it's that's interesting, though, because, you know, I heard Fred talking about this on the Blitz the other day, and I thought Fred kind of made some sense. Like, does he need to make that throw? It's just a Hail Mary, and the guy has a bad arm. You know, and you have Jacoby Brissett, who has a good arm. It, maybe he can make that throw, but do you? is it smart with a guy with coming off an arm injury to go, hey, go throw it as hard as you can? You I know, was just about to jump yeah. and say that same thing with you. I completely agree. It's a Hail Mary, just like all the guys were saying. I mean, anybody can throw that. I think that was just being a cautious thing for them. But okay. I don't think it's... Go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, I just don't think it's, like, necessarily, like, oh, Andrew Luck can't do it. I mean, I think they were just being cautious about it. Okay, so then one play, let's not use that one play, but let's talk about Luck as an overall of what he's done this year. He's 31st in yards per attempt, 5.3. That is real low. That means he's throwing short intermediate passes. He doesn't he doesn't want to rip it. He's 31st overall out of qualified quarterbacks in 20 plus yard passes downfield. He only throws 5.6 of his passes 20 or more yards. That means that it just goes to tell you that he doesn't want those long passes. He wants uh, to use the the running back as a as a way to run of the run game, the the tight ends. And again, it goes down to Hilton. Hilton's got to be mad about this and just thinking, what what happened to my long ball? Absolutely, and it's, and that's his bread and butter. That's really funny that you guys spoke on the stats on that because I was arguing with Colts fans all week because they were trying to compare Wentz his injury versus Andrew Luck and his injury, and I was like, there's a difference here. It's called regression. Versus progression. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, yeah, he's a little – like I said, I was just standing up for him on that one, the Hail Mary thing. But, yeah, if you look at his stats since he's came back from the injury, he has regressed. So – That's true. And re- re- real quick, Holly, because LZ picked uh, your Eagles this week. He took the minus three. Um, what, what do you think about that game? I know it's, it's hard to separate the fandom from the critical thinking skills, but try and do it for us. Do you think Philly covers the three this week? Um, now that they activated Alshon Jeffrey last minute, I think that they can. But before, I didn't think they were going to activate him. So when I hit this earlier, which is why you guys should wait till last minute, yep. <laughs> I, I went back and I took Titans and the points. But now I'm kicking myself because Alshon is active. So I think that Philly will take care of business. There you have it. I think that's a that's a sneaky line, and I. I People are going to think that's a trick line, like, okay, we got Philly Mm -hmm. and we got the Titans. But 
I really think this is where the Eagles get right. I think that defense, the, the run defense, only allowing 2.6 yards per carry, they're going to stifle those running backs making Mariota have to throw. And, okay, that maybe that is the way that you can sometimes hurt the Eagles, but who's he going to throw it to? At the end of the game, this is Wentz's coming out party. They 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 did it somewhere, I guess, easy, but he looked good. He, he, he was moving. He was a little mobile in the pocket, and that's all you wanted out of the first game. You didn't want him going all out. Let's let's be real. So I'll take Carson Wentz, the 19-11 straight-up start, 18-12 against the spread, and and that's what I'm going to the bank with. There you go. Hey, Holly, thank you very much for joining us this week. Why don't you tell everybody where they can find you on social media? Thanks, guys. You can follow me on Twitter at XOHolly. I'll be on SportsMod doing recaps weekly. And also my own website is holly.football. And one more thing, I really like Oakland. So to everybody that is going against Oakland this week, beware. There so, you have it. There's... You guys have a great day. Hey, you too. And I think Fred's on Oakland as well. So, Thanks again, Holly. We'll catch up with you next week. All right, guys. See you next week. And to get in on all this action that we just spoke about, go over to my bookie AG. Just remember who you're betting on is just as important as who you're betting with. My bookie AG is the only online destination to get on any action on any game. Safe, reliable, business in years. It sounds like I'm talking about my friend or my wife or somebody, somebody that I trust. But honestly, these guys, I trust with my money. When it comes to these pop-up shops online i've been doing this a long 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 time and it's hard enough to beat the book it's hard enough to go up there and pick these spreads and then once you get a win you have to chase your money down not with these guys they have live betting most rewarding player perks in the business and for us fantasy guys let's go out there and bet how many points we're gonna have today we think that geo's gonna get 10 plus catches and and a touchdown go ahead and bet that his over is going to be those 16 17 points that he's listed at right now go on your computer or mobile phone and go to my bookie ag and get your account started if you start an account right now they're going to match your deposit dollar for dollar that's dollar for dollar hundred they'll give you an extra hundred to beat them use promo code radio to activate this offer go to mybookie.ag. that's my bookie ag and use chrome bromo Promo code radio when you create your account to claim that bonus. You play, you win, you get paid. My bookie. Flop, drop, that's when them two pops. Free my pops. John Wick, till they free us, the cops. They know I geek a lot. Twitter. Twitter. Follow the show on Twitter at Moneyline975. This is Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by MyBookie. Live from the RentersWarehouse.com studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. All right, we are back on Moneyline. I'm joined by Jerry Bowe. I got Cam behind the glass. We got Hector in the house. And Andrew's going to hit us with these uh, these updates on the actives and actives. So uh, let's get right into it, Andrew. All right, guys, the list uh, just came Breaking out. Breaking news. News flash. All right, so with your boy Leonard Fournette, he's officially active this week. Yes. TJ Yeldon is officially active as well. So it looks like their backfield's going to proceed as planned when the season started. At the wide receiver position, DeAndre Hopkins, Will Fuller, both active. Golden Tate is active. He showed up on the injury report on Friday, but he's good to go. Josh Gordon is active. He's going to get his first official start as a Patriot. But hold your horses on that one just yet. He's going to draw Xavier Howard, who is absolutely suffocated wide receiver ones. So I'd be very hesitant to just throw him in there to start this week. Randall Cobb, I know you guys touched on it with Josh when he was on the line earlier. He's inactive this week. 
you guys touched on Geronimo Allison. Another guy to potentially look at is Ty Montgomery. He's going to get some looks in the slot as well. Devontae Parker, he's inactive this week. I know he's missed just about every single week this season. He's going to miss out again this week. <laughs> Shocker. <laughs> Charles Clay, Bills tight end. I know you don't really want to stay with the Bills players too much, but he's active this week if you're absolutely desperate. Evan Ingram, he's out with the knee injury. He suffered against the Texans this week. And some of the late-game guys, Larry Fitzgerald, he's going to play, but he's not going to be anywhere near 100%. I think he only got two targets last week, so someone I'd really shy away from, especially considering he's not going to be close to 100%. Marquise Goodwin looks like he's going to play. Doug Baldwin looks like he's going to play. Keenan Allen looks like he's going to play. And Chris Carson looks like he's going to play. That's all I got for you all this week. There you go. Thank you, Andrew. So if if you're kind of wondering, it looks like Looks like most of these guys are going to play, so that's good news for everybody. At Hyped Up Andrews, where you can find him if you have any kind of injury questions, he's he's ready to answer anything you got. No doubt about it. Straight bets. All right, let's get into the money. This week on Straight Bets, I am going to pound the Patriots minus 6.5. Why? Because I think it's an over-exaggeration of what's going on. Yes, we know... That maybe the Patriots aren't what they used to be. And yeah, maybe Miami is playing over their minds. But let's talk about what this these guys really are. Miami's fourth in pass yards allowed. Pat's tenth. So you, they can be beat through the air. The Pats have allowed seven passing touchdowns. That's the seventh most. Miami, they're third best. They've only allowed two. Miami is tied for first in defensive turnovers with seven. The Pats have three. They're both top ten. Pouts have allowed second most rush yards at 4.7 yards per game. So look for Miami to try to do what Washington did to Rodgers. Keep them off balance. Keep Brady off the field. The only problem is here is when you have Brady back there not getting any kind of pressure, it's going to hurt. It's going to allow the routes to develop. And neither team gets to the quarterback. They're both bottom six in sacks. Patriots are seven and one in the last eight as home favorites. They won all the games by more than seven or seven or more. Seven, 21, 20, 21, 18, 8, and 15 during that run. Now, Miami away, what, what are they? 20, 13, 16, 17, 21, and zero. They're a team that scored 14 and a half points on the last six games on the road. The dog in this series is 81 and 54 against the spread. Brady is 30 and 13 against the spread off a loss since 2013. Now, it's not very often that we get that, but when they do lose, they bounce back hard. So what happens when they lose twice? They come back even harder. Bilicek is 27 and 11 against the spread after losing as a favorite. And overall, as a team, the New England Patriots are 53 and 39 versus AFC East opponents since 01. I run with the Patriots. The People's Parlay. The People's Parlay. On the parlay this week, we're going to go with the Colts money line, the Eagles money line, and Atlanta Cincinnati over in a game that projects for both offenses to get going. So let's look for uh, points in that game. And I really think the Eagles beat the they, – they win by the spread, but I'm just going to take a money line to be safe. Colts line has moved all over the place, and I want them money line. So that parlay those three. Teasers. Teasers, a 10-point teaser, and I'm maxing this one out. I think the Packers, at bringing them down 10 points, brings them down to plus a half a point. Then you got the Patriots, and if you could get them at 6.5, yes, I know, I'm teasing past the zero. I know, it's a golden rule in gambling. But when you tease past the zero, and you could get yourself past the key number of three, making it Pats 3.5, I don't see the Pats losing, period. But if they did, it would be by a field goal. 
Last one on there, the Chargers. Bring them down 10 points, and you get Chargers minus one and a half. You're going to tell me that the Chargers aren't going to go out there and just basically win that game? Those three bets on a teaser are cash. Max that out. All right, guys. Better get over to my bookie and get these plays in. Jerry knows what he's doing. He's put a lot of time into these. These are the games he likes the best. So uh, it's time for me to do what I do, and those those are those are flex plays. And that means you know Rod Stewart's got to show up because I'm going to tell you who I think is flexy this week. And we'll start with a guy I mentioned earlier today, and that's Allen Robinson. I think this is going to be a big game for him. You know, he's gotten to 80 yards in two of his three games. He's yet to score. I think he gets in the end zone this week. I really like him. Go ahead and start him. I like him in daily. You know, we had Josh on earlier. He thinks he's a little chalky, so some other people might be on Allen Robinson. But here's the deal. The Bucks are giving up almost 49 fantasy points a game to the wide receiver position. So I love me some Allen Robinson this week. Who else do I like? Sterling Shepard. Oh, my Lord, Texans fans. You saw what he did last week to you guys. And guess who he has this week? He's got the Saints. And how about the Saints? They're giving up over 62, yeah, 62 fantasy points per game. Oh, that's wide flexy. Receiver. That's so flexy. That, yeah, that's right, Chris Tucker. Damn right you better play him this week. And here's the thing. They're giving it a lot up to the second receiver. So I know you love Odell Beckham, but he's going to be getting all the attention. He's going to have the good corner on him. So I think Sterling Shepard eats. He has a big game. And remember, Ingram's out again this week. That's one of the reasons he went off was because there was no tight end to take away targets. So Shepard, man, fire him up this week. Get in there. For some reason, I'm feeling the wide receivers this week. So I'm just going to hit a couple more. Emmanuel Sanders. Have you seen the Chiefs defense? They are terrible. Hashtag Terrible. So you're going to want to fire up Emmanuel Sanders this week. I mean, it's a top seven matchup, and I don't know. Demarius Thomas almost looks kind of done to me. So I'm rolling with Sanders, and then I got two more receiver plays for you. Will Fuller, uh, is he giving you any reason to take him out of your lineup? Hell no. So get Will Fuller in there again. I think there's a lot of points. Jerry said he thinks there's a lot of points in this game. Fuller should come down with a big one again this week. And finally, for receivers, I like Mike Williams. You know, you heard Andrew just talking about Keenan Allen. They expect him to play. You know, he's been a little banged up, missing practice all week. How about Mike Williams? He's a great red zone guy. Phillip Rivers, that dude will throw a football. He ain't scared. So look for Williams to come down with some. We talked about tight ends a little earlier when we had Josh on. So let me segue over to that. He liked Trey Burton this week. He's one of my plays this week. I think he's going to have a big game. I know he hasn't done a whole lot yet, but the Bucks are awful against tight ends. You remember what Vance McDonald in the Steelers game did to him the other night? <laughs> he just basically threw that guy down by his face. I think Burton could have a big game this week. The other two I like, Eric Ebron. I mean, come on, he's playing the Texans. Jack Doyle's out. Andrew Luck doesn't want to throw the ball more than 10 yards down the field. That means a lot of catches for tight ends. Finally, Austin Hooper. It's a guy that Josh talked about earlier because he's cheap. We think there's going to be a lot of points in the Cincinnati-Atlanta game. So Hooper's a guy you can roll with. And for quarterbacks, I've only got two of them this week, but I've been on fire with these picks. I like Andy Dalton, and I like Matt Ryan on the other side of the ball. I think it's going to be a lot of points. I think both quarterbacks are going to go off. Finally, running backs this week. I only got three of them for you, but I like Chris Carson. I know that you know Seattle got out to a lead, and they, they were able to run the ball a lot and kind of control the clock last week. 
they're playing Josh Rosen in his first start. I, I know Josh a- ADHD said, you know, the Cardinals defense is a little better, so maybe Seattle doesn't pound the rock as much this week. But I'm just kind of thinking a game flow. I think they're going to get out ahead, and Rosen's going to turn the ball over a little bit, and then I think Seattle's going to pound the ground game. So get Chris Carson in there. We talked about Gio Bernard. We love him this week in that big, high-scoring game. And finally, I like Jordan Howard again this week. So he came through last week. I was on him. Don't be afraid to play him again this week. The Bucks are giving up over 31 points a game to running backs. Get him in there. And I got one for you guys. Maybe it's the 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 Chargers bolts in front of me, but I see Mike Williams. I see him in my future. And what do I see? A guy that dusted Marcus Peters for that diving touchdown. What do I see? The guy that leads the Chargers in air yards, 236, and receiving scores with three. What do I see? The guy that's going up against a defense, missing Richard Sherman and Terrett. Who does he get? Akello Witherspoon, PFF's number 107 rated cornerback. Let's eat, Mikey. Ooh, that's flexy. I like that, Jerry. So there you have it. Don't be afraid to get Mike Williams in there. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that is what I am talking about. All right, guys. And what I'm talking about is our friends at Sky Wonder. Pyrotechnics, weddings, gender reveals, football games, heck, even next year's fantasy football draft. Let him come to your draft and put on a show. Anything that you want done, you can have them light up the skies as they did of Galveston all summer long. Nick over at Sky Wonder believes sky is the limit on what they can do. Call them now to book them for, again, anything that you can possibly imagine, it can happen. It's extremely affordable, and it's not far-fetched. The number is 281-393-2500. And get a hold of Nick and tell him exactly what it is that you're looking to do. Do it at a wedding. Have everybody come outside and, and just enjoy the show and those memories last forever. Again, the number is 281-393-2500. And don't forget to, don't forget to mention ESPN 97.5 or Moneyline to make sure they put you on the top of their priority list. One more time, 281-393-2500. Call Nick and tell him Moneyline sent you. Twitter at Moneyline97.5. You know it ain't no stopping all the dogs I'm dropping. It's Friday night, so everything is popping. I got skin to spin on the head, so let the games begin. You are listening to Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by Skywonder Pyrotechnics. Live from the RentersWarehouse.com studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. All right, we are back. I am joined by Jerry Bowe. We got Cam behind the glass. Andrew's keeping us updated on the injury front. And, uh, you know, we've had some really good segments today. You can find all that on Podcast Arena. Just search for Moneyline on Podcast Arena if you want to go back and listen to the show. The other thing you can do is go to SportsMap. You know, Jerry and I, we, we write content for SportsMap every week, fantasy stuff, gambling stuff. So go to SportsMap. If you need some help this week for your starter sits or maybe you missed some of the, the segments earlier today, also follow us on Twitter. You can find a lot of our picks and our plays at JordanPFX, at JerryBowKnows, and at Moneyline975. So, hey, we got two segments left, and we're almost getting a kickoff here. So let's get to these games. Ooh, I like that music. That just makes me feel good. So I'm going to start with this first one here. Jets, Jags. 
Uh, Leonard Fournette's going to play. I think that's one of the big takeaways here. So you're you definitely want to get to get him in your lineup. Uh, on the Jets side of the ball, uh, I'm not really excited about anybody too much. Uh, Jerry, what are your thoughts on this one? I'm kind of shying away from him as a as a whole, especially from the gambling aspect. I don't know what to do with that line. I don't know what borders we get. I don't know exactly where we're at anymore. So as far as as a whole, I shy away from that game now. Whenever I say that, taking in context that a lot of people say that. So those are the games where you find fantasy goodness. Okay, there you go. Then moving on quickly, this is one we've hammered on. Uh, Dolphins, Pats, uh, from a gambling perspective, uh, tell everybody, Jerry, you love the Pats this week. I love them, Tommy. Let's shine. And also, another bet I didn't get off is take the team total over. Every time that these guys play, Brady averages 31 points at home against the Dolphins. And I think the team total last time I saw was 27, 27 and a half, somewhere around there. Kill that. There you go. And quickly on the Dolphins side for fantasy football, I don't know if you can trust Kenyon Drake anymore. He's just not getting enough opportunity to do anything. Tannehill's a guy you might want to start, you know, if you just want a cheap daily play for fantasy. He's been actually sneaky good lately, and he'll run a little bit too. On the Patriots side of the ball, I think Gronk goes off here. You're firing up Tom Brady. Jerry loves Brady this week, so everybody get ready for that. Josh Gordon, we still don't know. You know, he could – he could run six routes or he could play the whole game. So buyer beware if you're starting him this week. And using the word trust as far as the Miami wide receiver group, none of them average more than five catches per game. That goes to tell you it's spread out. Kenny Stills, if he takes it, he has to go to the house, which he very well can. Yeah. But from an overall standpoint, it's hard to trust him now they get your man Devontae, uh, or I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Devontae Parker's Parker, out. Devontae Parker, and now, I mean, what, what's, what? where do you go from there? Because Drake's not even reliable at this moment. No, and you know Belichick's probably going to try and take stills away. I, I would say one thing about Tannehill, he's throwing the deep ball pretty well this year, which has never really been something he's been that great at. All right, so we move on. we got to hit everything, so we got to go quick, guys. Eagles tight. Eagles side of the ball, I think you can probably you're probably trusting Carson Wentz now. He's looking pretty good. I'm not terrified about that matchup. Alshon Jeffrey, I'm intrigued, but I want to watch him actually go play a game before I put him in my lineup. On the Titans side of the ball, ugh, I mean, I, I, I'm not excited about any of these guys. Um, so for me, I'm out on all the Titans players this week. Uh, from a gambling perspective, Jerry, anything on this one? I'm all over the uh, Eagles. I think that they come out and shine. We talked with Josh ADHD about that 12 personnel with Ertz and Godert out there, and I think that they're going to use that a lot this week. I don't see how Tennessee can get behind in this game and come back through the passing game because we know that the rushing game won't be there. So I will take the Eagles in a in about a 7-10 to 10 point win, and I will be shying away from everything Titans as far as fantasy. There you go. And LZ, Lance was on. He also likes Philly minus three this week. So if you That makes me LZ, feel good. Yeah, me too. All right, Texans-Colts. I think we've hit on this one a lot. This one, I believe, is up to a, or down to a pick em, I guess. I think Jerry's kind of leaning towards the Colts. And, man, it's hard for me to disagree with that until the Texans actually show me something. Uh, I'm I'm not uh, I, I just I don't like this game. I'm a Texans fan. It's hard for me to bet when it's involved with the team I like. I can't use my critical thinking skills and separate myself there. Uh, from a fantasy perspective, we like Eric Ebron this week. Texans really struggle against tight ends, and uh, T.Y. Hilton he usually rips the Texans apart. You know we need that uh, that Andrew Luck to actually get the ball down the field to maybe have one of those old-school T.Y. Hilton games, but I'm still rolling with him. Texan secondary is nothing to be afraid of. Deshaun Watson, you're starting him. Hopkins, you're starting him. Man, I'd love me some Will Fuller. He's one of my plays this week. 
anybody else? We talked about the tight ends earlier, Jerry. Would you roll the dice on a Texans tight end in this one? Yeah, and like we said, the Colts have been getting gashed by the position. But what sticks out to me here is the Colts are quietly fourth in sacks, 10, right? They've stopped wow. three uh, noticeable quarterbacks, respectable. Andy Dalton finished as the QB 15th. He's been killing it this year. Alex Smith, he's finished as 28th. Wentz finished as 22nd. So what do you get here? A team going up against a team that a defense that, uh, that that creates pressure, that creates turnovers, going up against a Houston offensive line that's allowed the eighth most sacks and a league-high 34 quarterback hits. That that That's where the game's going to be won, in the trenches. We all know the shiny, the, the if they get down the field, they're going to throw it. But you have to win in the trenches. You do. So, sorry, Texans fans. Jerry doesn't think there's a great chance you're going to be celebrating a win today. So, quickly, we move on. Bills at Packers. I say Aaron Rodgers. At least he got in a little bit of limited practice this week. you got to like that. Devontae Adams is a guy where he's got a tough matchup against, I believe it's Tredavious White for the Bills. So, you know, Adams is a guy in seasonal that you're you're going to be starting every week, but maybe in daily you get away from Adams this week. Geronimo Allison might be the guy in daily you go for if you want a Packers player. I still don't know what to do with the running back core with the Packers. A, they just hardly ever run the ball. And B, now you have Aaron Jones in the mix and Jamal Williams. And, man, Ty's in the mix too. So you, you don't really know who's going to get those opportunities. So, so tread carefully on the other side of the ball it looks like LaShawn McCoy is going to play so you know if you use him regularly you know you might want to go ahead and use him again any thoughts on this is a is a play this week Jerry Bills at pack well just Adams what you touched on he's he's so consistent though he's got a touchdown in seven straight games now right and he only trails two people Thomas and Juju in red zone targets he has seven and when you talk about who's going to cover him Tredavious White but didn't we have that problem when an Xavier Rhodes was covering him? He yeah. Rogers throws him open, and he still went for eight for sixty four on Xavier Rhodes. If you have a quarterback that could throw you open, don't worry about it. Just just start him. All right, there you go. Next game, Lions Cowboys. We're going to try and I think we can probably get to all these. We'll get to half of them in this segment and get to the half of them on the other side. Lions at Cowboys. I think this week. Boy, you're starting Zeke. I think he could have a nice game for you. Those receivers, bleh, no thanks. On the Lions side of the ball, I really, I really like a couple guys. I think Tate's been banged up, but I think he could have a nice game. And uh, let's see, Galladay, he's coming on. But as Jerry was saying earlier, Cowboys are pretty stingy against the pass. Their secondary's pretty good. But I think there's going to be some points in this game, so I'm okay with using those guys. Uh, on Johnson's the guy that we really wanted to talk about. He kind of finally broke out, had a 100-yard game last week. So we'll see if he does it again this week. Jerry's not sure about betting this one. Lions-Cowboys, he's kind of on the fence. He doesn't love this game. What advice would you give to people about betting this one this week, Jerry? If Sean Lee was in, I'd be all over the Cowboys. But the truth is, he is one of the only players that can affect the Vegas line from a defensive standpoint. He's the defensive quarterback of that team. When he is out, the Cowboys allow 1.3 more yards per carry, and that's huge. That. Now you got Carry on Johnson coming off of 18 touches, 110 yards. The first time they've had a 100 yard rusher in 70 straight games. So now, do you think they keep feeding into that? Do they do they ride that out? And if they do, they're going to hit him right in the middle of the defense. I think that the Cowboys can score though. This is. I don't really fear the the Lions defense. I think that Dak will have enough time and the Lions allow a lot of rushing yards. That's what keeps me going back and forth on this game because if they allow Zeke to start running when he's in the zone, he's in the zone and you aren't stopping him. So it comes down to that for me. 
All right, let's move on to the next one, and that's going to be Bucks at Bears. It's in Chicago. Bears are favored by three. Which side do you have on that one? <sighs> what well, we saw from Fitzpatrick for a second, that yes, he came back, but I'm starting to think, yes, I, I, he is special, and yes, the, uh, the, the offense allows him to do that, but I think we're about to start seeing regression in him, and especially with some harder defense, this week he gets the hardest tasks yet look who who has he played new orleans the 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 steelers, steelers people yeah. that are allowing people to drop dimes on him he hasn't proven it to me that he is that that elite to where we're just classifying him as he's winston has no chance and this is that like a couple bad games from fitzpatrick and 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 crab labs gonna be back out there <laughs> and that could happen this week right that bears pass rush might really get to him from a fantasy perspective i love Allen robinson this week he's one of my starts of the week get him in your lineup i also like jordan howard this week with the bucks man start him if you got him right <laughs> if you got godwin going you got mike evans i mean even break got in the end zone last week and oj howard's starting to show something I don't think they all get too much going this week, though. Evans is probably the guy I'm probably the most excited about. I'd roll with him, but everybody else, I'm not so sure. I I think the Bears get it done here. And let's get to one more before we hit the break. This is the game we've been pushing a lot, Bengals at Falcons. What do you think in this one, Jerry? I love everyone in this game from a fantasy standpoint and from the over of the game because Atlanta – for three years now straight, has allowed the most catches to running back position. They, they That's what their defense is built off of. They allow the short stuff, and then they, they're fast enough to tackle and not allow yards after the catch. But when you're missing all these key pieces, when you're missing your linebacker, your, your two safeties, how do you bounce back from that? And I just... I know Gio's having a big day, and either one, either Green or or Tyler Boyd's going to go off. And I, I mean, start him up, fire him up, fire up the Red Rocket fifty four hundred on DraftKings, fire him up because fire him up, yeah. Then you you save so much money at that position, and you know that he's quietly in his last eighteen games. Andy Dalton is a top six quarterback in the league, and if if you, it's crazy to think that he's been so efficient. He always throws multiple touchdowns. That's just who he is. Bill Lazor does so much for that offense as a coordinator he does from a gambit a gambling play real quick looks about like 52 and a half is the number do you think it goes over under and the spreads at about three and a half where are you at with that go to my bookie right now and hit that over there you go hit that over all right we're up against it we got to hit a break we're going to hit the uh, the late slate of games that's why we're doing them in the last segment for you guys so that you could hear all our stuff on the noon games because you got to get your bets in within the next 15 minutes here so anyway we'll be right back and hit the rest of the games you're listening to Moneyline, espn 97.5 who they attracting with that line? What's your name? What's your sign? Soon as he buy that wine, I just creep up from behind. This is Nolan Ryan. You're listening to Houston's best sports talk, ESPN 97.5. Moneyline on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 97.5.com. Presented by Klein's Jewelry. Live from the RentersWarehouse.com studios, here's Jerry Bowe and Josh Jordan. All right, we are back on Moneyline. I am Josh Jordan, joined by Jerry Bowe. We got Cam behind the glass, and we're going to hit these last set of games, let you know what we think about them and, and how to play them and how to bet them and if you're going to bet them, I know where you should bet them, and that's my bookie. 
Because, guys, hey, it's football season, and let's make the games a little, how about a lot more interesting with MyBookie.ag. If you like to wager on sports or you'd like to to start and uh, tell everybody about MyBookie, the thing you want to do with MyBookie is remember that who you're betting on is just important as who you're betting with. With MyBookie, it's the online destination to get some action on any game. They're safe, reliable, and they've been in business for years. That's why I recommend them. And when you win, they actually pay you. That's the whole point, right, guys? They have live betting, the most rewarding perks in the business. And for us fantasy guys, we can bet on the over-under for certain players on how many fantasy points they would score. So you know Jerry and I will be going there to do that. So all you got to do, how do you do it? You just get on your computer or your phone and just go to mybookie.ag and get your account started. And right now... When you set up your account, they will match your deposit. That's right, dollar for dollar. You put in two hundred bucks, they'll put in two hundred bucks. Only thing you got to do is use promo code radio to activate the offer. So just go to mybookie.ag today. That's m y b o o k i e dot a g, and don't forget to use the promo code radio when you create your account so that you can claim your bonus. That's right, you win, you play, you get paid. Mybookie.ag. Go fire up all those bets we spoke about. And just to give you a little bit more to go hit, go hit that Green Bay team total over. Fred and everyone convinced me, hit the Raiders. I don't know why I'm... Hit the Raiders hard. We're going to put a used Subaru on them. (laughs) That seems to be a really popular pick this week. So, guys... I mean, I don't think the Raiders are going to go 0 and 4. So I think this is the week where they get off. So let's go ahead and pick up where we left off. We were at the the three o'clock slate of games. Let's start here with Seahawks at Cardinals. Um, this week it looks like Doug Baldwin's going to play for the Seahawks. So you know, if you have the stones and you need him, I think you go ahead and fire him up. He should stay away from Patrick Peterson since he's in the slot. So that's good news there. Russell Wilson, I I think you're rolling with him at this point, right? So he's going to be in your lineup. I think uh, their defense is something I'm playing in a lot of my daily and my seasonal leagues is that Seahawks defense going up against Josh Rosen in his first career NFL start. I think he's going to turn the ball over a couple times. Uh, On the Arizona Cardinals side of the ball, uh, I guess you play Larry Fitzgerald, but... 35-year-old receivers with hamstring injuries aren't exactly guys I'm I'm really looking to get in there. But, uh, you know, if you need him, it looks like he's going to play. Of course, uh, you know, you're going to start Johnson, but, uh, you know, you're probably hurting a little bit if he's your first overall pick, but you got to roll with him. What do you have on this one, Jerry? Anything sticking out for you? For a long ball thrower like uh, Russell, this bodes perfectly the Cardinals give up the top five in long ball. They give up top five in yards allowed. Now, what is Chris Carson going to do? Is he the bell cow that they painted him to be in week three? They give him 34 touches to Rashad Penny's three. Is he an RB2? I think he's in the conversation now. He's in my my flex article. I like Chris Carson this week. I just... I think it could be a similar game script to last week where they get up and they and they run the ball. It looks like the number is at about three and a half. Do you like any any play here from that perspective? I will shy away because I don't I just don't trust Seattle overall. This is usually where you would stick Seattle, just close your eyes and go, just get the win, but I'm gonna stay away from it. It, it reeks. Okay, let's move on quickly. We had at Fantasy ADHD on earlier today, and he was telling us how much he loves this Browns-Raiders game, especially Jarvis Landry this week. He's also on Baker Mayfield. From a gambling side, seems like everybody is, is hammering the Raiders here to cover the three points. Amari Cooper, I'm thinking maybe he bounces back this week. When he's targeted, he puts up big points. So I'm looking for, for Carr to get him the ball this week. So I'm rolling with that. I also like Raiders minus three. Jerry, what you got? 
put Callaway in there in your uh, daily fantasy lineups, the Tyrod Taylor, the last game, I believe it was, where he missed him in the end zone, he underthrew him, and he needs someone that could give him the ball. That's what he would be, uh, Baker Mayfield would be looking for, somebody that he could just throw the ball up and somebody will get under it. So, yeah, start him in your lineups. Yeah, and, and I like Hyde, too, for the Browns. He's such an underrated fantasy player this year, guys. So I, I think you can give him a shot. He's you know he's probably not going to light the world on fire, but I think he's got a good chance of falling in the end zone. So that's why I like him. All right, let's move on quickly here. Saints-Giants, this should be a barn burner. Man, your Saints, you know you're starting Kamara, Michael Thomas. Drew Brees has been amazing this year. The guy we really love is actually Sterling Shepard on the other side of the ball. I was talking to Jerry in the break, and he just keeps putting him in all those daily lineups because it makes sense. Why do you like Sterling Shepard so much this week? Ingram's out. The third uh, receiver is out. Odell Beckham's going to have Lattimore on him, and that's that's all you got to say about that. Let Shepard run wild. All right, there you go. Uh, do you see this as a play at all? Do you like the over, the under, anything? I, I like the over somewhat. I just don't like Drew Brees' splits on the road, especially in outdoor games. Okay, and that number's at 52, so that's that's what they'll have to get over to make that play. All right, moving along quickly here. We are going to hit 49ers Chargers. I, I'm starting Brita, kind of you know, holding my breath, hoping that he, he plays because Here's the problem, guys. These are the late slate of games. You have to have other options if these guys decide not to play. But I think you play Brita. You know, if you're desperate at tight end, I think you can roll with Kittle this week. Remember Bethard and, and Kittle, they went to the same college. I believe it was mm-hmm. Iowa. So they've played together, and Kittle was decent when they uh, played together a little bit last year. So maybe he's somebody you're not excited about him, but I think you can roll with them. The Chargers side of the ball, anybody you like here from a fantasy perspective? Mike Williams, just because the Keenan Allen not being 100%, and I think that he's coming into his own. And then once the game opens up, I believe Melvin Gordon will run it down to the ground. You know, I'm seeing Eckler popping up on some waiver wires now. Is he somebody you'd go out there and snatch up? He's a top 15 PPR back with less than 20 uh, runs. I traded for him, actually. Did you? I did. Okay, so guys, if he's out there, that's probably a mistake. Somebody dropping him, so go and pick him up. All right, let's get to Ravens-Steelers. Man, I think these. this is usually a, a great game. It's a hard-hitting game. On the Ravens side of the ball, I think you can go with Collins. I, I think John Brown's maybe somebody you look at. I'm not super excited about Crabtree. A lot of people like Flacco this week. What do you think about Flacco this week? Traditionally, when you get those Steelers-Ravens, you used to get those over-unders of 43, 42 and a half. It'd be the lowest on there. But these teams are different. And the truth is that Flacco has receivers and the Steelers don't have anybody to stop them. So I'll look for John Brown to get himself a long ball in this game. There you go. And on the Steelers' side of the ball, start all the guys you usually start, right? All right. And quickly, uh, Chiefs-Broncos here. We like... Well, who doesn't like the Chiefs' offensive players? And on the Broncos' side, I like Emmanuel Sanders. Any any take on this game? Yeah, and it's funny that we come up because this will be what I'm going to put my name on, so I'll just tease it a little bit now. But the line screams wrong. So whenever you look at a line and a home dog on a primetime game, you automatically got to look at look into the line and say, what are they trying to tell me? So that line opened up about five and a half, six. It big. It got pounded down by the Sharps. So what what does it tell you? Say it was five and a half or six, the three-point home field advantage. So on a neutral field, give the three-point points to Denver so now on a neutral field Denver's a nine point underdog and now let's say this game was on the road for Denver you're telling me Denver's 11, 11 and a half 12 point underdog in this divisional matchup no way take uh take Denver and and I'll go ahead and you know what go ahead and round it up Cam let's put our name on something before we get out of here go ahead Josh 
All right, guys, uh, I, I got two of them for you this week. I love me some Sterling Shepard. I love Allen Robinson. I, I think you pound them this week. Look for them to go off and, and have big games for you. What, what you up, got? Cam? Look, last week, Christian Kirk, seven catches, 90 yards. Larry Fitzgerald got a little bummed out with his injury. He's questionable this week, so look for Christian Kirk to be the new target until he comes back. And I will put my name on the Denver Broncos under the lights and in the primetime position as a dog, a home dog at that. Look for them to put enough pressure and to keep this game close. You know what? Put my name on the out dog, uh, outright underdog win. The Broncos win on Monday night. Wow. So the Patrick Mahomes train is coming to an end, huh? I think they just have enough. Keenum's going to have enough to move the ball, and the defense can do. I mean, Vaughn Miller, he's going to create pressure, and this is Mahomes' big, big day on on the, on the in the prime time, the under the lights. So, yeah. What what, what do you th- just quickly? What do you think about that over under at about four, 54 and a half? 54 and a half. I like the over. Okay, so the over. All right, guys, we're up against it. We're out of time. I want to thank all our guests for joining us today at Fantasy ADHD. Thank you, Hahali and Fred and Eric, and of course Lance Zerline, Jerry. Thank you for giving your insight today. And you wanted to give a shout-out to somebody, yeah, didn't you? I want to personally thank somebody, the guy that handles all the phone calls, gets up every Sunday morning and doesn't ask any questions. My guy, Hector. You can find him at Brazilian Hector. And that guy, I mean, this is a team thing. We stress team here in this place. And you're part of us, man. So thank you every morning for waking up on a Sunday and helping making sure all these calls get routed correctly. Yeah, Andrew and Cam as well. Thanks, guys. You do a great job. All right, guys, good luck this week. We'll see you next week on Moneyline. Peace. Man, I got nothing to prove. I pay my dues. Breaking the rules and shake fools while I'm taking the Twitter. Twitter. Follow the show on Twitter at Moneyline975.